Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, leading people into the Christ-centered life. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. Simon Peter and another disciple were following Jesus. Because this disciple was known to the high priest, he went with Jesus into the high priest's courtyard, but Peter had to wait outside at the door. The other disciple, who was known to the high priest, came back, spoke to the servant girl on duty, and brought Peter in. "'You aren't one of this man's disciples, too, are you?' she asked Peter. He replied, "'I am not.' It was cold, and the servants and officials stood around a fire they had made to keep warm. Peter also was standing with them, warming himself. John chapter 18, verses 15 through 18. We all likely know somebody who talks a big game. They're full of self-confidence and they make sure that everybody knows it. Sometimes that person can back up their talk with action. Sometimes, of course, they can't. The Apostle Peter, as it turns out, could not. It would be very easy to judge Peter, but let's be careful here. Most of us listening in Canada have not ever had our lives on the line when it comes to our testimony about Jesus. We have not been threatened with violence or death because we love the Lord. So until we've been there, how do we know how we would really react? Peter might be the most relatable apostle to most of us. Full of passion, full of devotion to Jesus, full of sincerity, but flawed, of course, like we all are. Earlier in John chapter 13, Peter has made a passionate declaration that he would follow Jesus anywhere, even laying down his life for Jesus. Jesus at that time, predicting what we're now reading, that Peter, passionate as he was, would nonetheless falter. He would disown Jesus three times before the night was over. As John keeps reminding us over and over, Jesus is not ever surprised by anything that unfolds. Peter and another disciple are following Jesus. The other disciple is almost certainly John, the author of this gospel. John never wanted to overtly insert himself in the story that bears his name too much, but he makes sure that he's in there nonetheless. John apparently had an in with the high priest, and so he was allowed into the proceedings, but Peter, unconnected, had to wait outside. It's worth noting in his defense that Peter is waiting outside alone. Perhaps there might have been strength in numbers if others had been at his side. Perhaps he might have been a bit bolder. But left all alone, in the dark, without backup, Peter is recognized. A servant girl thinks she has seen him before. She has him pegged as a follower of Jesus. Remember the context of this scene now. A huge mob of soldiers has just arrested Jesus. He's viewed as a threat, as a revolutionary. He is a potential terrorist in the eyes of the state. The Jews view him as a false prophet, an idolater, a blasphemer. According to God's law, they think they are right. Both sides are angry with him, and both have, in their minds, very good cause to put him to death, either as a violator of Roman law or a violator of God's law. Jesus is hated, and he has been arrested in the middle of the night by a huge group of Roman soldiers and Jewish officials who showed up with swords and torches coming to arrest him, wanting to try him, wanting to end his life. The atmosphere must have been electric. There must have been fear and stress and blood in the air. And in the midst of all that, people know that this threatening leader has followers, any of whom might be a threat as well. 
They may try to rescue him. They may try to start the uprising that Rome was worried about. They may try to stir up the crowds to rebel against the authorities. Jesus is a threat in the eyes of the powers that be, and anyone associated with Jesus is viewed as a threat as well. So all of this helps us to maybe understand Peter's denial a little bit better. And even though we can't condone it, and hopefully it challenges us to where we stand, it's easy to praise Jesus in a church on a Sunday morning when it's safe. It's easy to declare him as the Lord in a free country. But what would we do if we were put in that place that Peter was put in? And not just Peter, but millions of our Christian brothers and sisters who remain in that place even today. Would we disown Jesus ourselves put in Peter's shoes? And that's the question for us to ponder today as we put ourselves into this story. How would we react in a similar situation and why would that be and what does that mean for us as we continue our journey with Jesus? Jesus.